Welcome to Senior Living Marketing Perspectives. I'm Debbie Howard, co-founder of Senior Living Smart, and today I am joined by Jennifer Hastings, who is the VP of Marketing for Northbridge Companies. Welcome, Jen. Oh, thank you, Debbie. Thank you for having me today um, on your podcast. I'm, I'm very honored and, and excited to participate. Uh, well, I have been a fan for years. We go back a few years and I'm always kind of following Northbridge and seeing what is Jen doing that's innovative and fun and engaging and different. And you've done so many great things around uh, social media and, and really leveraging, you know, that channel to kind of set Northbridge apart. And today I thought it would be fun to talk through kind of the innovation that I'm seeing come out of you and your team um, in this crazy uh, COVID new reality that we're living in. So I thought we would uh, start there if that's okay. Wonderful. That'd be great. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. So um, as we were talking, you know, before we kind of hit the, the record button, uh, you know, Northbridge made a decision very early. Um, I have to say it was a very proactive and brave decision um, to not only shut down, you know, tours, and that was fairly common back in March, but to actually just say, you know what, we're taking no chances. We're, we're not going to even allow move-ins. Um, I know people have been kind of struggling with that. Where's that line in the sand for them? So I know it probably wasn't an easy decision. I really applaud Wendy and Jim for, for making it. But, you know, since this is a marketing show, um, how did that kind of impact, you know, the marketing channels that you use, the marketing messaging, maybe the allocation of your budget? Since you knew you couldn't move anybody in, did that really um, kind of um, inform your your marketing strategy and, and execution? Sure. So, you know, I think when we wind back to, to March, um, which is when we made the decision to no longer accept new move-ins, and we were really upfront with, um, with our family members about that, but we were really upfront with, you know, families future families that were already interested in moving in and we had to set a cutoff date on that and it was a little unnerving knowing that uh, you know we wouldn't we wouldn't know when we would be able to accept new move-ins uh, again and you know right now we're sitting here at the beginning of June and and we still have held strong to that so mm -hmm. it has been it was it was difficult um, you know we came together as a leadership team and we realized that it was out of the best interest of our residents, of our associates, uh, to make sure that we were, you know, holding tight to our protocols and, and keeping everybody safe. But of course, from a marketing standpoint, you have to start looking around and thinking, okay, well, there will come a day when we will be able to accept new families. Uh, we know that will look a little bit different but we still want to be able to, you know, leverage the technologies that we have around us and leverage what we really have been focused on even before the crisis is engaging with, with future families um, and our existing families in our social channels and, and through the web. So, you know, we really took a step back from the beginning and started looking inward first. You know, we have such a amazing group of, of family members and we started looking at, you know, how do we make sure that we're connecting with them regularly and, and not just doing the types of things that, you know, that we all 
should be doing, which is communicating regularly about safety protocols and and how those emerged through this crisis. You know, a lot of a lot of companies. I don't think I've seen a single one that hasn't put some resemblance of a you know COVID nineteen preparedness page and a link on their website with their protocols and. You know, but it was really about making sure that we were providing resources to those families and and setting them up for uh, a reality looking forward where, you know, they will be our biggest advocates when we're able to open those doors. And we want to be able, as we always have been, able to turn to those families as a resource for a future family and you know, give them the phone number of that family member that's so happy and let them talk to them about their experience, not only prior to the crisis, but through it and how we got them and their family member through it. That's great. So well, you've was, done a great yeah. job. <laughs> thank that. you. Thank you. Um, but, you know, I think that I think that with, um, you know, with our social channels, too, we really had to look at, you know, how do we how do we take these? you know, our Facebook pages, for example, we've always looked at those as a window into life in the communities. We we have our motto of live well, love life at Northbridge. And we've always really prided ourselves on showing that in those channels. And, you know, as things evolved and as we needed to start um, putting these safety protocols in place, as as life in the communities changed and, and residents were really being asked to make every effort to self-quarantine, you know, what does that look like uh, to to the public, and and how do you explain that, you know, that we're okay despite everything that's going on outside outside of our walls? And you know, I think that we've really achieved a good balance. We've been able to show families that, you know, their loved one is well taken care of and and happy and and safe in a Northbridge community, but We've been able to really, you know, give a future family the peace of mind, knowing that when we're able to open those doors again, um, it'll be it'll be safe. And, you know, have we had no issues of of COVID in any Northbridge communities? No, I mean we have we have not escaped this virus. It's it's certainly an insidious one. Um, but I really do believe that the difficult decisions we made, um, decisions that truly, you know, can impact the business, um, which is new move-ins, um, you know, have kept everybody safe, have kept our cases significantly down um, compared to those I've heard from some of our peers. And, you know, I think it was the right decision. And if we had it to make all over again, I know that um, our ownership teams and, and our investors would stand by us on that. That's great. No, I absolutely agree. Um, good decision. And it's uh, certainly, I'm sure, giving your your residents and family and future families great confidence mm -hmm. uh, in making those decisions and putting the residents and team members first. So I know you've been, been watching you, seeing some of the fun things that you've been posting to uh, LinkedIn. And one of the things that, that uh, caught my eye was your Good Vibes program. So can you mm -hmm. <laughs> tell us? a little bit about since what that program is um, and then how you rolled it out and maybe what some of the response has been that, that you've gotten from that. Sure, sure. So I think right away in the beginning of this crisis, 
we had, you know, and I think as a nation, we've had this, this, this sense of trying to find, you know, connection with others. Um, you know, a lot of us are, um, you know, I'm working from home, but I know that, you know, I have so much respect and admiration for our amazing frontline caregivers. And so many of our families who are also stuck at home and, you know, are unable to visit with their parents because of safety reasons and, um, you know, had been reaching out for connection, connection to not only their parents, but, you know, connection to those that are caring for their parents. And so we really started to look at that trend and say, you know, okay, well, as a company, we've we've always received high marks in our testimonials, you know, wonderful Google reviews, and we, you know, we really ask for those and 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 love to receive them and share them with the teams. And we said, you know, how can we create a forum for families and other stakeholders, you know, professional partners and the like to, you know, reach out with moments of encouragement and and gratitude for the teams. And so we launched Northbridge Good Vibes uh, towards the beginning of all of this. And um, it really started as a landing page on our website. Um, it's it's somewhat of a message forum, a scrolling message forum where um, there's a really simple form right at the top um, explaining the the goal behind Good Vibes um, that, you know, we wanted families to have a place to leave their well wishes. And it just completely, you know, we sent out some initial email blasts to our families launching the campaign. And, um, you know, we, we pro-offered the ability to go on and leave these vibes. And we thought, you know, okay, overnight we may get 10 or, or 15 families reaching out. And and I turned to uh, my colleague, Kristen, on the marketing team with me the next morning. And I said, you know, how did we do? And she, we were, you know, well over 75 vibes just in the first night. <laughs> and so we said, OK, we, we have something here. Um, this is a really wonderful way to, I think, fill everybody's cup. Um, you know, the families have an outlet and and the teams get to to share and, and this encouragement. And so we started the page. Um, we accept video uh, thank yous and encouragement and, and images. And, and so a lot of our family groups at certain communities have gotten together. They've sent in um, videos that we've gone ahead and compiled for the communities and we've posted those up there. Um, and then we really started uh, this you know, so for Instagram, for example, it's it's one channel where we find a lot of our associates engage with us on Instagram um, and Facebook as well. But uh, we tend to see a lot of associate engagement on Instagram. So we started uh, Good Vibes Wednesday, where we spread the vibes in Instagram stories and on the pages. Mm. We started letting it trickle over to LinkedIn so that our professional partners could see what we were up to. And we, you know, started uh, posting them to our our uh, home office Northbridge page uh, for Facebook, as well as all the community pages, and and it's really just been a beautiful way to to uh, bring everybody together. Uh, we use a program called OnShift with our associates uh, to, you know, put out different messages about OpenShift, 
shifts and and things of that nature. But we've actually found because OnShift allows for direct text messages to our to our teams, uh, we've been sending out you know global versions of vibes as well as just community vibes to say, hey, you know. Mary Stewart is a, is an adult daughter in your community and here's a vibe she wanted to send to the whole team and we're able to push that out and encourage them through you know, sometimes some really tough days. Uh, so it's been really, really well received. Oh, I think that's great. I just love that program. I think it's so well intentioned and just really a fresh way of of engaging with people. And you know, I think it's just a great example of this is a wonderful time for experimentation. And we're probably going mm -hmm. to discover a lot of things out of necessity that we wouldn't have mm -hmm. otherwise if we've been able to continue to rely on our regular, you know, kind of channels. So what other mm -hmm. kind of experimentation have you adopted any uh, new technologies or how are you kind of reimagining your efforts to to connect with and nurture your your prospects and families? Sure. So I think that, you know, for us, especially when I look at uh, how how our sales teams were engaging with uh, with families, with prospects, you know, we were a little slow out of the gate to adopt, uh, you know, a video platform, uh, any kind of uh, video sharing or or the like. Um, and we quickly out of necessity, as you say, uh, had to had to look at that. Uh, you know, we weren't going to be able to allow tours anymore. Uh, visits to the community were a, a definitely no go. And so uh, we quickly within a week adopted um, a Heart Legacy and the team started using uh, the sales mail function uh, as well as uh, the video function. And it has completely taken off, which we love. Uh, they also are able to, through that, uh, point a lot of prospective families to the Good Vibes page to allow them to, you know, read through what other families are experiencing and, and just kind of see what it's going to be like, uh, once we're able to open the doors again. So, so Heart Legacy was, was a huge one for us. It was something we'd had our eye on for, you know, a good solid year and, uh, of course, uh, we're able to pull the trigger and, and they are a senior living smart partner. And so, um, so of course you, Debbie, uh, turned us on to that, which I was so grateful for and also grateful that we were able to get that off the ground in under a week where, you know, typically it might take us a little bit longer to roll something like that out. But I think that I'm really proud of, you know, our marketing and sales team here because they recognize the, reality that we're in and the um, the need to adopt something like that quickly uh, to be able to nurture not only our existing lead base, um, but even be able to turn around and, you know, our legacy has the uh, programming component as well, which is uh, Remy Go, and we're able to use that with our programmers and our families. So. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I'm so glad that you were able to pick that up. And it's it's interesting to see how things that were a nice to have a few months ago are mm -hmm. really a must have, um, you know, now. And, and we found ways to embed those videos into marketing automation campaigns. And what we're finding is that the, the sales team, are, they're kind of missing the personal interactions with prospects and families. So that's where they really shine. Um, and so to have the ability to take, you know, a 
an email and turn it into uh, you know a, more of a personal uh, message is has been you know really really powerful and the open rates are double when we as soon as we put in something from the sales team even if it's someone's just downloaded a brochure or they've downloaded a guide but there's someone to say thanks for downloading you know this content we really hope it'll be helpful and you know please know that i'm here um so it seems like people are really responding that was just another innovation that you know we didn't do that before <laughs> and now mm -hmm. we're like hmm, we need to find more opportunities to connect people more personally yeah, and I think that these are these are things that are here to stay. You know, I I think that's what I love about it. It's really looking at, you know, things that we adopted out of necessity during this time are things that are really going to push us into the next phase as an industry. Um, you know, we're not the first to adopt something like that, but it's, I really see where the benefit is going forward. Mm -hmm. Uh, not only that, but with, you know, video conferencing software in general. I mean, I think most people have adopted some kind of GoToMeeting or Zoom during this period. Um, you know, we're using that across the portfolio now. It's, it's something that is absolutely necessary. You know, we have families that, um, you know, were perhaps right at the cusp of moving in and on April 1st, um, we had to hold over their move-ins due to our our policies and our safety protocols, but we've been able to engage with entire families that are, you know, um, staying at home across the country, but, you know, still want to engage with our programmers. You know, we've been able to um, engage residents with, with their families across the country and, and make those meaningful moments over video conference that, you know, that we weren't used to leveraging before this and that right. we absolutely have to now and and we'll have to going forward and you know i can imagine that after this we'll have you know it's going to be a slow climb back to a sense of new normal and so i can imagine we'll be doing visits for the foreseeable future over video and that that will be accepted by family members in the future that it won't be odd for that request to come through i think it'll be embraced Yes, I think you're right. I think I think it'll make us stronger at the end and give us more flexibility in how to how to engage and give the prospects more choice and people will be comfortable, you know, in different phases in terms of, you know, coming on site. Um, and then I was also flipping through a local magazine and we happen to live in a community that is fortunate enough to have a Northbridge community and I just saw the this clever clever and you know i think one thing that we've all been struggling with is you know how to leverage traditional um you know marketing and media uh, how relevant is it how to use it in a way that um you know is relevant and how to overcome the negativity and the negative images that you know the the media has really controlled the narrative and kind of lumped us together with nursing homes and a lot of people don't understand the differences um, and I was I was just stopped and I was like, who who did this? This is just a great ad. <laughs> and of course it was you. <laughs> so can you tell us a little bit about kind of what that campaign was like, how it came about, and kind of what your strategy is as we do adjust to maybe reopening? Uh, we are restrictions are beginning to open. And just to put this in context to listeners, we are recording this um, the first 
oh, 2nd of June. So um, mm -hmm. in Massachusetts, which is where Northbridge is based, we're just in phase one of our reopening. Um, but let's talk a little bit about kind of traditional media and, and messaging. Sure, sure. So, you know, of course, uh, at, at the onset of this uh, conversation today, we talked about, you know, decisions around what to do with marketing budget when you you aren't sure when the next move in is going to come and and how we pivoted and and kind of repositioned you know what we had mapped out for the year right so and and print can tend to be a more expensive uh, investment in marketing and so we had to be a little bit more choosy and so we decided you know if we're going to do anything in print we need to make sure that you know we're speaking to the moment in this particular campaign uh we we showed a photograph it was actually one that we used on facebook we thought that was really important you know we have a lot of really beautiful polished professional photos that are of our actual residents as well um, we do try whenever possible not to use stock photography um, but you know this particular resident it was shot in an iphone you know, she is, uh, she is safely self-quarantining in her apartment, but locally in the community where she lives and the greater planned community where, uh, where this community is located, um, we had had a wonderful neighbor drop off, uh, potted flowers for, for all of the residents. And so we were delivering those and, and she just had the greatest smile. We snapped the photo. And so we accompanied it with messaging from that Facebook post um, about, you know, comments from her family members, comments from uh, comments from locals in the area. Uh, you know, thank you so much for, you know, sending these photos when I can't be with my mom, you know, this is the next best thing. You know, thank you so much for the to the team for taking such wonderful care of of my mom. So it kind of was laid out with little text bubbles as if you were on a text chat. Uh, and then the bottom line was, you know, we wanted to thank our, our Northbridge heroes. Uh, this particular community is called Laurelwood at the Pine Hills. And we wanted to thank those heroes. And then we wanted to also let folks know that our residents are happy and safe and well cared for. And, and, and here's, here's an example with, you know, some contact information and, you know, the services that, that we offer at the community, but, you know, nothing around, uh, our beautiful dining room or nothing around, uh, the physical plant in any way, shape or form, but all about the happiness of, of the residents and, and the, how thankful we are for, for our associates, our heroes. Yeah. It was very compelling. It it just it literally stopped me. I'm just flipping through this magazine and I was like, I wonder what this is an ad for. I mean, it was mm -hmm. so not your typical senior living ad, um, but it, it really made uh, it made an impression. Mm -hmm. And I thought the text bubbles of that real kind of conversation and showing the impact that um, that you can have on one family was just highlighted what makes senior living so special. So I, I just I love that ad thought it was so uh, well, well thank done. Thank you. You know, we have a wonderful marketing team at Northbridge and that that was the creative mind of uh of Kristen on my team and she's she's incredible. So she came up with that 
But, you know, it's interesting. I had a conversation with, uh, you know, another publisher, not to be named, and we were talking through creative for an upcoming issue. And, and I, I felt very strongly about, about messaging the ad similar to that one. And, you know, with the thanking of the, of the heroes and, and recognizing, uh, the moment that we're in, in a way that, was relatable and you know some of the pushback i got from this particular uh particular outlet was that you know right now um readers are looking for an escape from this and that we should be showing uh you know we should not be showing what we're what moment this is in you know really for this particular for this particular outlet they felt that uh this piece had a longer shelf life and we shouldn't show this mm-hmm. moment. And, you know, I just felt as if we're, we're, we are never going to forget this moment, but you know, we, what we're going to remember is, is, is how we, how we reacted and, and what we put out there and, and is it in line with our core values? It It might not be that perfectly beautifully polished photo or, or showing our our dining space or our activity space, but it but it is showing that you know we relate to people and that and that we care about people first. That's the business that we're in, and so it was a really interesting kind of juxtaposition between this conversation around messaging and and you know where we're trying to get to um, after mm-hmm. this. But just thought I would share that with you. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm just, you know, wondering, uh, you know, how how do you think messaging is going to change? We you know, we spent so much time kind of focused on selling the amenities and showing, you know, the restaurant style dining and the the big group activities and out trips and all those things. Um, you know, how do you think what do you think prospects are looking for in choosing an assisted living um, or a senior living community going forward? Because it's going to certainly be less about that. Um, and I think they're going to have, you know, a different set of, of concerns. So how do we change our messaging um, to really reflect kind of the new priorities that that might be more top of mind to prospects? I would think that prospects would be calling uh, you know, asking questions like, has there been COVID? Is there any now? What did you do? Um, you know, it's 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 very, very different uh, types of concerns. And, you know, so much of it is uh, we, COVID can stop us from doing certain things in life. Like right now we can't go to restaurants. We can't, you know, do a lot of things. But it really can't stop needing care. It can't stop the aging process. But I think, the prospects are going to ask a lot more questions and be a lot more selective in the when and the where to choose for assisted living and senior living in general. So how how do you, how are you kind of conceptualizing with your team, you know, what this looks like on a go forward basis? Sure. So, you know, I think these coming weeks we're looking at kind of re-emerging and relaunching with our, our first, not huge, but bigger, bigger campaigns um, as we start to climb out of this. And, you know, I don't think it's going anywhere quickly or anytime very, very soon, but, you know, we're starting to look at what that marketing landscape is going to look like for us. I think you're, you're totally accurate in terms of care. That's, that's 
the baseline of why we're here, you know, care and safety first, just as we always have. You know, we, we are launching pretty soon a campaign around um, really kind of memorable moments and, you know, drawing off of what we think coming out of this, you know, what future families and what residents are going to want are those true human connections, the, the moments of joy, and anything that would tie back to socialization, you know, joy, love, friendship, um, outside of, you know, with that umbrella of care and safety that, you know, moving into a Northbridge community or choosing a senior living community means that you have the peace of mind around care and safety and, and well-being that you have these these amazing teams that are going to care with their whole hearts for your parents and there are there are there's a lot of proof around that in what we've been putting out during all this but really these campaigns I think will show they're going to be all about the imagery we show which we're really focused on right now um, you know what is what does friendship look like right now? What does joy look like right now? You know, what what does feeling safe look like right now? And you know, some of these campaigns, yeah, they're going they're going to show they're going to show associates in PPE. They're going to show um, you know they may show a resident in PPE. They may show what it's going to look like when you have those those first family and and resident visits um, when we're able to accept those. Um, you know, we're going to be really real about that. Um, and, but we're also going to show, you know, in terms of moving into a community, all of those wonderful benefits. I mean, all the things that people are experiencing right now, perhaps isolated in their own home and, you know, how we can build on that and, and better their lives. And I think that that's what people we're always inherently looking for. It's just maybe through a new lens now um, because mm -hmm. of what we've all been through. And so, you know, we were always focused on those things. We just, we just have to show them in a different way. And, mm -hmm. and I think we can do that. I think as an industry, we, we have to do that. Um, and, and so we're spending some time right now and we have been through this. Um, you know, we've always, We've always really leaned on our on-site programming teams to to develop and and to obtain content for us. Um, and so now we're spending some time going back over those those trainings with them. And I mean, even as simple as different types of photo angles we want out of an iPhone and how to accomplish that. And so um, we are able to, to then turn around and. Um, you know, show those images. They're homegrown. They're they're very organic looking, but um, they're highly engaged with. And and I really think that uh, that'll that'll work for us coming out of this. You know, things are going to look a little different in our communities and as we ease back into our way of life. But but I think that you know, through all of this, and and I know we're going to maybe talk a little bit about. Um, lead gen um it's it's been down a little bit but i think that you know not where i would have expected less than 20 percent um but you know while we haven't been able to accept move-ins so the conversions aren't there we're equating the move-ins to deposits now 
And so I look at the campaigns we have put out and where the campaigns are going to go. And, you know, we have over 120 families waiting to move in right now. I think that speaks volumes. So. It really does. It really does. Congratulations, because we've been hearing, you. you know, that the industry in general is down, you know, 30 to 50 percent. So for you to only be down, you know, 20 percent and still be able to get 120 commitments to moving mm-hmm. in, um, you know, that's that certainly shows the power that, you know, your your messaging is hitting home. Um, you know, you're, you've still found a way to be relevant. And I think one of the campaigns um, that, that you did was Behind the Mask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I would love mm-hmm. to, to, for you to share that with, uh, with everyone who's listening today. Sure. So, so Behind the Mask is interesting. Um, we always say that the absolute best ideas come straight from our communities. They come straight from our fabulous program teams, from from our amazing dining teams, our, our frontline caregivers. They, they come straight from them. And we just love that. Uh, prior to the COVID crisis, um, we had this really beautiful series called People of Northbridge. And it was kind of people of fill in the community. So, um, you know, people of Stockford Hill, people of people of Jabwater Lodge, whatever it may be. And it was it was a focus on one particular so it wasn't an employee of the month. We could do multiple in a month, um, but it was a really beautiful Facebook series with a, you know, a photo that we would just take on an iPhone of a, of an associate and we would feature them on our Facebook page. And it was very highly engaged with content um, and we just loved it. But it, during COVID, uh, it had fallen off a little bit and you know, one of our fabulous uh, community program directors uh, out of uh, Wayland, actually, her name is Jazz, and she's fabulous. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it had been not too far after uh, we had uh, rolled out PPE company-wide. Uh, that was that was a decision that we made uh, in, in March, and it, and it was difficult. And, you know, at the time, there, there wasn't guidance around it uh, necessarily from global guidance from the CDC and we wanted everyone to be protected and the the effects of that on the associates was difficult uh, and the reason being is you know they were so used to the way they engaged with residents with their whole emotional self that they felt like when they were masked you know they couldn't engage with the residents in the same way so we did trainings on you know smiling with your eyes and and the like, but Jazz came up with this series for her community called Behind the Mask. And it was really simple. She would take a photo of the, of the associate with their mask on, smiling with their eyes. Um, and then she would offer to have them submit a photo of themselves, a personal photo. It could be them with a family member or their children or, doing something they love like kayaking or or climbing or, you know, whatever it be. Uh, and then she would ask them three simple questions. Uh, she would ask them, you know, what is the first thing you're going to do when you get through this? You know, what do you miss the most? And what makes you proud to be a carriage house hero? And so they would answer the questions and we would post a side by side of the masked associate and and the personal photo with the questions. And then we would simply thank them, thank them for their, 
commitment to Northbridge and thank them for being a hero. And it just took off. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, within the first couple days of, of posting the series at this one community, we could see it had, you know, potential to be far reaching across the company. And so we offered, we never, you know, we really encouraged the communities to get involved. We didn't insist, uh, but pretty much every community jumped on board. Uh, they started posting their own. And it's just been incredible to watch it grow. It's probably at this point during COVID the most highly engaged in content that we have posted, um, which we're excited about. It's, you know, it's on average probably receiving, you know, an average of 41 or so organic shares. We're not, we're not putting any paid uh, advertising dollars behind any of this content. So it's all organic. It's, receiving probably between 500 to 2,500 engagements per post. Um, and, you know, the overall reach on those posts are probably up 30% over, you know, our typical post. So it's been, wow. it's been really exciting. We've had professional partners uh, reach out and say, I hope you don't mind. I have to copy this idea for my team. And we say, go for it. You know, <laughs> We, we honor and support all heroes. And so we've started to see it, you know, um, bleeding out into, um, into some of our professional partners on their teams. And it's, um, we love that. So it's been really exciting to see it grow. And I'm just so proud of, proud of our teams for always thinking outside the box, um, thinking about, how they can support uh, support their teams, but you know how they can connect to the Greater Northridge family, and and so we just we love it. Um, we really do. It's been it's been great. That's awesome. And have you been posting those primarily to Facebook, or are you finding that Instagram is also a a good uh, platform? So also to Instagram, we've been kind of picking and choosing uh, ones to share to Insta Stories. Uh, but it's been primarily Facebook. Um, we have, we have shared a handful of them, um, on our, on our uh, LinkedIn pages rather. And those have performed pretty well as well. Um, but we're finding those have been, um, most highly engaged with certainly on Facebook. Um, it's really where most of our families engage with us and, mm-hmm. and because they equate those uh, so closely to the good vibes, I think they've been much more likely to engage with those and, and reshare them. Um, but, but yeah, so Link, LinkedIn's been a good, good platform for that as well. Um, or, sh- and just sharing, you know, general efforts around, you know, PPE. I think part of, part of the behind the mask component for us and, and why we knew it would be important to try to grow it across the company is, you know, as a country through this crisis, it has been just a extremely heavy lift to secure PPE in general. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, we don't want to necessarily shout from the rooftops what that Herculean effort took. I think it is important to address it, but this is a way to address it. Uh, the fact that, you know, we've been able to secure that ongoing supply and that our associates are protected that they get a fresh uh, medical grade mask every day, um, mm-hmm. that there, there's no reuse of masks. 
you know, this is a way from a marketing standpoint to show it. Um, you know, you can show the other side of it when you show, um, we have LinkedIn posts around uh, our PPE help center at our home office, which was once our training center turned <laughs> PPE help center. And so we've been showing some of the, you know, home office heroes who have been manning that. And then the behind the mask posts are kind of that end user of those efforts, um, mm -hmm. which is the protection of the associates and the residents. That's great. Well, certainly very effective. Um, so happy you were able to join and share these wonderful, innovative ideas. And if people want to learn more um, about or see samples of what, what you're doing, what's the best way for them to kind of experience some of your campaigns or get in touch with you if, if, they, if they want to do that as well? Sure. So uh, we are on Facebook, Northbridge Companies. Uh, our website is northbridgecoes, C-O-S, like companies.com, and that is where you can view our good vibes. We also post those good vibes to our Facebook pages, uh, and then we also have our Instagram account, which is at Northbridge Companies. You can view our content there as well. That's great. Well, I hope that people will uh, be inspired by what you're doing. So appreciate that you are willing to come on board and share your senior living marketing perspectives with us. Oh, Debbie, well, thank you so much and to Senior Living Smart for having for having me on. And you know, we're we're very blessed to be able to partner with you as well. And and this has been a, a wonderful experience. And I think you know, we always say we're in this together as an industry. I think we are. Um, and you know, we'll get through this. We'll, we'll get to the other side and, and I think we'll be better for it. Absolutely. And hopefully we can get together in person soon. We're all hoping yes. for that day. <laughs> Absolutely. So much, Jennifer. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks Take for care. having me. <laughs> bye bye. Bye.